It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. Well, hello, Catherine. Happy spring. Happy spring. I wore short sleeves because, you know, it's spring-like. I'm just pushing mine up because I'm always wearing the wrong outfit. (laughs) (laughs) Story of my life. Also, one week to your birthday. That's right. It's uh, this is the uh, the my off week because a week ago was my wife's birthday and a week from now is Catherine's birthday. Should we find somebody else who has a birthday this week? I'm so sure there's plenty. Celebrate? Yeah. Well, okay. you know what today is? Today oh. is my uh, three quarter birthday. Not your half birthday? No, my half birthday is in December. Okay. So my three quarter birthday. Three quarter birthday is in uh, is in March. Oh, well, that's nice. How about that? Huh? I like that. <laughs> I'm so, celebrating three quarter birthdays too. Yeah, that means I have three months to go to my next birthday. That's good. That's what that is. I like it. Uh, <laughs> we do appreciate your watching, sharing, and uh, liking, and especially subscribing on by YouTube. Smashing that button. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, notifying yourself via the bell on YouTube when we put up new episodes. So um, that way you don't have to wait for me to f- post them on Facebook. You'll get a notification, and then you'll be able to go right to it. Yeah, and leave a comment. We do enjoy it when you leave comments on my friend Jay Fox, the Fox that rocks, made a nice comment. Nice on uh, YouTube the other day. Um, I just we it's fun, you know. It it's is exciting. Fun. And then the ones because Catherine never looks at the comments. I so, do. Well, yeah. No, you, when I screen grab them and, and text them to you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But then I do go check them out. But I get notified when a comment is left That's because right. you know I have yeah. that set up on my on the YouTube uh, Studio app. But anyway, um, also you can listen to us on podcast apps like um, actually Stitcher and is one that comes to mind. But I'm thinking uh, Apple and Spotify and Audible and Google and all the bigs, all of them. Yeah, uh, and you can find all of our merchandise at our website frankandfriendshow.com backslash store. Where we got mugs and pint glasses and cell phone cases and mm-hmm. t-shirts. Yeah. And sweatshirts. And you know? Catherine wants you to buy something for her birthday. Yeah, for yourself. Keep it yourself. Yeah. But just uh, write, you know, happy birthday, Catherine, in the memo. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> is, is there a memo? I don't know. Okay. Okay. But do that. <laughs> you know, all right, actually, you give me, any, this is a homework project now, but maybe... Okay. Maybe I can figure this out before we uh, do the episode, the birthday episode. Okay. Is we could maybe, there's a way to make a coupon code. We could maybe do a, a sale, the Freddy sale. So That'd be great. Well, or, uh, a birthday remind sale. Me, remind me of that. Someone send me a text. Yeah. Because it requires a work. But okay. it can be done. That'd be great. All right. Ah, so I don't know. Why in my mouth? I'm sorry. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm trying not to show that I have one in my mouth, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Well, all right. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> when we talk, we talk so much. Uh, the other night, well, we can tell you later. The other night, at Einstein simplified. I talked so much that I had to come home and make a make myself a, some of the remedy. Nice. Some of the cure. Yeah. Did you use the tea? The nativity? I didn't get any uh, nativity this year because you and I were both busy the night that they had the thank you dinner. Oh. You had um, Marble City Operas. That's I can't right. breathe, and That's I right. had the Matt Hinkin right. um, tribute. So. What I did was I used to... Did you ever hear about the old ladies in choir who would uh, drink the rock and rye? No. I don't even know what rock and rye is. Well, I didn't either, but we moved... Maybe it's... Maybe I'm not... Maybe it's not a common thing, but there was a, a lady in the church choir mm-hmm. who swore by rock and rye. And anytime any of the choir members would complain about their, you know, throat being tired or, or maybe they'd have a little bit of a tickle or a scratch, she would prescribe for them... Rock and rye. Okay. What is rock and rye? It's rye j- whiskey. Okay. With rock candy. I like it so far. With rock candy in it. That sounds fabulous. Yes. 
Oh, I love this remedy. So I might have to drink it just on Thursdays. Yes. <laughs> well, today's Tuesday. Why wait? Uh, why exactly? Uh, you that could, could be Tuesday cider on Thursday. Okay. okay. So yeah. you, but she would say you have to get the Mister Boston version of it. Okay. And you, it's not when you go to the liquor store. You're looking all over for it. You can't find it. It's in the liqueurs. Nice. So which is kind of these. Somewhat cheesier liquors, it seems like to me, but the liqueurs. And that's the specific rye that it is? Uh, well, there's more than one brand. In the Mr. Boston, they used to also have a bit of a citrus rind in the bottom, like a slice of an orange lemon or, or lemon orange. or something mm-hmm. floating in the bottom. Okay. And they stopped doing that. And the rock candy, I think, was pretty much dissolved. I don't think that you'd right. see you it. you wouldn't be able to see it. It would just yeah. be a, a rye whiskey that was a little smoother going down because it had all that sugar in right. it. Right, sure, right? yeah. So I had been, um, always would keep a bottle of that or two in the medicine cabinet upstairs. Nice, in the medicine cabinet. Well, all right. It's, <laughs> it's under the, what do you call it? It's this little, it was like, I got this cabinet next to the, between the sink that's, and the toilet. It's actually a medicine cabinet, and, but it's more fun to call it a medicine <laughs> cabinet. <laughs> well, the top half is, and then the, the, the bottom half is got, it's got a bunch of shelves. It's just, you open it up and there's a bunch of shelves. It's, but it, the medicine cabinet. Uh, that's where it is. Yeah. All right. Where it was. And I realized, you know, hey, what am I doing? I'm going, you know, when I'd run out, I'd be going, oh, my gosh, i got to go to the liquor store and buy these $25 or $20 bottles of rock and rye. And meanwhile, what do I have in the other room? Just dozens Regular of bottles of whiskey, yeah. right? Yeah. Most of it is uh, Smoky Mountain moonshine of some kind. Nice. You know, whether it's from uh, the Tennessee Shine Company or the Tennessee Legend Distillery mm-hmm. or, you know, we end up going on these drinking shows. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I liked that one so much, that salted caramel. I think I'll, uh, thank you, I'll purchase one. And sometimes they give us the employee discount and, you know, whatever. So I end up with all this. Whiskey. You know what I'm wondering? Can you take one of those regular whiskey bottles and put in a cough drop or a lozenger into the whiskey? And Explain have to me what a lozenger is. A lozenger. <laughs> what, did, what are lozengers? <laughs> lozengers? That's, a, that's the, the man who makes the lozenges? <laughs> <laughs> the lozenger man. <laughs> well, Mr. Lozenger. Well, what I did was um, for my birthday, actually, Jessica Brackeen, who you saw at the Einstein show when you were there. Yeah. Um, so I come home that night, and my voice is a little raw because mm-hmm. you saw me on stage. I was a, I was in almost every scene. It felt like. And you project. And you do a we lot of project. And in fact, you heard me you. sing. You heard me sing. Did I hear you sing? A little bit, yeah. Well, or maybe you mm-hmm. tuned it out. That's good. Maybe, yeah, I've, I've lost no, the, that the part theme of my song at the end. You oh, know? yeah, of course. We're funnier than you are. I'm glad you're a viewer. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I belt that out as loud yeah. as I can. Well, um, I got home and I thought, well, I probably could do some rock and rye. But Jessica and had given me a bottle of actual nice rye for okay. my birthday, nice. which was nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And I still have it. So I cracked it open um, and I've. And occasionally taken some and gargled with it, but it's it's just rye whiskey. Right. It's it's a little rough for that, right? Sure. You so, make a Sazerac with it. Yeah, I never. I need to learn how to do that because yeah. I or you can make one because I've got this very nice rye that you gave me. I'm ready. So what I decided to do though was I needed to make rock and rye. Okay. But I don't have any rock. I don't have any uh, rock candy. Okay. And you know, I used to. I I did one time as a kid. I did an experiment where I made my own rock candy. How do you make your own rock candy? Um, you take water and dissolve sugar in it, and then you take a swizzle stick or a string, and basically the um, sugar will recrystallize and attach Around itself the to the thing that's in the water, 
And if you leave it in there long enough, you end up. And I used to go to the drugstore. Do you like, use food like, coloring to like change it colors? Or no, like it's just it's, sugar. It's like so it's just, I, looks like ice cubes. Looks stuck like an on. I, so it's a, a sugar ice cube yeah. stuck on a piece of string. Or a little piece of wood or whatever you've made it with. Like a popsicle stick. Yeah, I mean, you used to be able to in the olden days. And I'm not talking about the 1800s. I'm talking about when I was a kid. The 1800s. Continue. You, you could buy <laughs> at the drugstore, you could buy little sticks of rock candy. And mm-hmm. people nowadays, I think you could buy them and use them as to mix your, into your drink. Okay. So if I had that, I could put that in the rye. I could literally have rock and rye. Right. Rye, rock, rock candy. Rock and rye. Mm-hmm. But what I had was, I got the... Um, the upside down bear over there, the the honey. That's what Adam Ragusia calls it on his YouTube channel. Oh, I like the, honey the bear with mm-hmm. the honey bear. Honey, yeah. Well, it's all then. I don't know what happened to it. It all solidified. It crystallized. It's all nasty looking. Good. What do you mean good? I mean, you know, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the shot you can glass. Still get it open. I, I got the shot glass and I poured uh, the rock, the rye, a shot of rye into a glass, and then I got my iced teaspoon. And I went down there into the head of the bear. Yeah. And I got a enough as much as I could fit you out. Just put some the, fig jam in it. The little know? hole. I don't know, <laughs> and I said, now I have a spoonful of this crystallized honey. That's good. That's and good. I tried stirring and mm-hmm. stirring and stirring, and of course nothing's happened. So eventually, I uh, microwaved it to make it. Hurry yeah, up liquefy and liquefy, and that's what I used. I made my homemade rock and rye. That's great. I mean, I use honey and, and whiskey all the time. I wouldn't call it rock and rye, but no, I wouldn't. You can't because it wasn't rock candy. It was. Um, it was honey rye, or it was dissolved honey rye. Or but what about was... the lozenge? I think that could be a good idea. Well, the lozenge also that that I like also has pectin in it, mm-hmm. which is what I think the magic ingredient. I guess. I mean, I think you it would know. take longer to dissolve. No, it would probably take a little while. Yeah. Okay. Well, you try it. I'm, I'm curious try to it. know. Yeah, I think it would be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I want to mention well, there's a couple things we do want to mention uh, while we we were at. Um, the Einstein Simplified show last night, you brought a friend along. Yeah. I have a friend who... I have a friend. <laughs> I was, we were all shocked. Yeah, I know. Who wasn't I know. surprised? I know. Because it's not called the, the Freudian Friend Show. It's the oh. Freudian Friend Show. So I am a friend, but do I have friends? Yes. And the answer is yes. A and, very lovely lady. <laughs> lovely lady. And I brought her. We went to dinner. It was really fun. We know each other actually from high school. She moved here over the summer. So Amazing. She's also a, a Texas high school kid. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. But one thing that I, I, I'm always amazed at how quickly when I'm with people, how quickly <laughs> the conversation turns. Into death. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we'd already been talking about death at dinner. So. Without me. Without so, you. So I was not a factor. You were not a factor. We were talking about how she likes dead things and dead people and dead how did that Just, come up? I don't actually remember. At what point in the conversation does your friend who you haven't seen <laughs> well, we've since seen high school... Well, we a couple of times. We keep, in, we keep in contact, you know. But she springs on you, oh, by the way, if I didn't own my own successful business we were with construction about, equipment, I wish I was a pathologist. Yeah, we were clearly talking about something. I That's don't know how we got me. on the... the I don't know how we got there. But as soon as she said it, I know we had been talking about opera and all of these different things. But as oh. soon as she said it, I was like, oh, my goodness... Well, you're going to love Doctor and the Devils, which is an opera. Which that is you're an opera do that we're a, doing in, in a couple of years. Couple yeah. of years. This is the one about the the grave snatchers, the body exactly. snatchers. And yeah. so, I st- oh, we were talking about the body farm, I think, and she really wanted to go to the body farm. And so, you, you know, and you're like, I know a guy. I know a guy. I was like, actually, you know, Frank, you should talk to him about it <laughs> because he works with Doctor Bass all the time. 
Which is a perfect time to mention that this episode is brought to you by BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S. Because if you do, it's on you. I can't, I can't promise. <laughs> We've told you. Any. Yeah. It's just, just you're, you're warned. You're fairly warned. Yeah. Um, well, I was telling your friends about this, that Dr. Bill Bass, of course, created the Body Farm when he moved here to Tennessee in 1971 and then uh, started the Body Farm around 1981 or so. Uh, as it currently exists, but he'd been studying dead things, mm-hmm. death and decomposition, uh, and has written books about it. I got a Facebook message the other day addressed to Dr. Bass because I run nice. a little Facebook page for him. Okay. And it was someone who was telling me that their mother's murder was in the book no. Death's Acre. No. And how she is going to come see Dr. Bass speak at, uh, we've got a couple of engagements coming up. We had one, um, I thought it was going to be this week at the Children's Museum of Oak Ridge. We had to, they, being moved. they needed to move it for some other reason. They, they wanted more time to sell tickets, I think. So it's going to be April, I'll say April 23rd, but you know, we'll, we'll find out. In April. Don't stress over that just yet. Um, so yeah, so she's going to come and talked about how, uh, her, and I looked at, I went to get the book. I got the book off my shelf and I'm looking like, oh, that's crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, this was one where, um, they went up to Union County. It's in the book Death's Acre. So if you want to get that, you can buy that at bonezones.com and get Dr. Bass to autograph it. Right. Mm-hmm. And the hardcovers are out of print. So it's hard. You have to really, if you want to get it, you really should get it through Bone Zones. But anyway, um, they go up there, and there's this barrel, this burn barrel, and there's a femur sticking out of it. Oh, my goodness. And the guy is trying to say, no, it's a goat. And, of course, you know, the police will look at it, and they're like, oh, we better That's call Dr. Goat. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we better call Dr. Bass. And sure enough, of course, it's this guy's dead wife that he's murdered and the mother oh of the lady who wrote to me. You know, oh my goodness! How old was the? How, do you know? Was she really young when this happened? Or you know, I, I will have to ask her all of yeah. those questions. I believe she was That's young really because intense. she then was adopted by, or I, I think it, I think if I remember correctly, she got to go live with her uh, birth father's parents, okay. and it was the adopted father who was the murderer. Okay, you know, okay. Or the stepfather was the murderer, if yeah. I remember correctly. Anyway, it's in the book Death's Acre. It's in the title, the chapter titled "Backyard Barbecue." Wow, <laughs> backyard barbecue. That's Sorry, good. but that's, that's what it's lot. called. That's a lot. <laughs> Bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Get the uh, cups. Get the, the, the shirts. Skulls. Get the skulls. Ah, yes. The autographed natural style resin skulls. All of the fun things. Uh, great memorabilia from Dr. Bill Bass and the Body Farm. Yeah. Bonezones.com. Bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Yeah, so I was telling her that she should talk to you about it. Yeah, and we had a nice conversation, which quickly turned to uh, morbidity. Yeah, I think I um, stepped away for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> you mean mentally, because you just... <laughs> no, and actually physically as well. I was like, okay. Wait, I don't even, didn't notice So you it. didn't even notice I let, walked <laughs> I away for a minute. Yeah. Away. <laughs> I was like, all right, then let's... Here, let them go. Let, let them, them go, talk about well, all I was telling her murders how, and... Yeah, how they do the murder reenactment shows here in Knoxville, how the body farm is in Knoxville. And I think you were telling her about the... <clears throat> instance where the person's body was over here but there was a pathway to oh, the other half of the when we go to body. the children's museum yeah we're going to do the the yeah. fireworks uh, slideshow yeah the illegal fireworks factory that was uh, quite morbid too mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 great good times well you know she's probably going to be at that event <laughs> as soon as it gets scheduled again for april <laughs> nice yeah she can actually meet you know the the daughter of the 
woman who was murdered. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to make her stand up and point her out or anything, but yeah, she could theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, um, you had this night out with your friend, I mean, um, but so who invited who? Or is it just a kind of a... Well, we, you know, it's just kind of like a, are you free to get dinner at some point? And then we picked a date and we kind of had to go back and forth about mm-hmm. it because we're both busy and this and okay. that. And then we fell, fell onto a date, which happened to be a Tuesday. Good. And so I thought... Hey, this could be fun. Well, it's only two people. It's pretty easy to plan something. But, you know, we were talking about um, parties. Parties. And and surprise parties. And your birthday. My birthday. Um, My parents actually invited me to come to Texas uh, a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. to go to my dad's retirement last day that he's preaching at the Uh church. So that has already happened. It's already happened. But it was the same weekend as something big. You had a lot going on. You would have had to have... Who knows? Yeah. Well, we were at the, the WATE Man Show. I know that. So you would have had to like left for the airport right after that. If... I would have had to leave. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was in the show. And... Mm-hmm. So my we were mother on stage. We had was, things. We had things. And my mother knew that I was very very busy. But she invited you. She invited me. Did she a text expect... message? But did she want you to come? Let me see if I can find the text message. Because the know? reason I ask is I'm, I'm thinking of a party um, where. Here. There were some people I know wouldn't be able to come, like my son, Frank Jr. Mm-hmm. I know he lived too far away to come, but I told uh, my sister-in-law, go ahead and invite Frank Jr. anyway, because I'm like, what do I do? I'm, I'm wrong either way. If I don't invite him, sure. he, he might feel left out. And if I do invite him, he might feel obligated to drive the 10 hours to get there, which I don't want him to do. Sure. Well, this is the text message I received while I was in the middle of a rehearsal. Not sure if you can make it, but Daddy's last Sunday at church is March 6th, and we would love it if you could come. And what day did she send this? On February the 22nd. Okay, so that's like 10 days. (laughs) (laughs) 10 days before the event. Maybe 15, maybe two weeks max. Maybe the 22nd. It was going to be the following weekend. Okay, so barely, not even two weeks. Not even two weeks. All right. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like... Do you know what I'm doing right now? <laughs> it sounded to me like they wanted me to come. Yeah. I mean, your parents always want you to come. Well, of course. You know, but, that's, you know. Yeah, that, that's a parent thing. Of course they want sure, you to show up. Sure, But I thought there, there was, seemed like there was some expectation there, you know. So but, I was a little nervous because I was like, well, I don't even know how time I, if I can like focus on figuring out how much a plane ticket would cost. And like, I don't think I can drive there. No, I would think know? in that instance, you would expect, well, no, I guess not. The pay. I don't want to expect anyone no, to pay. No, no, you're right, no. you're right, because like, when I wouldn't... Explicitly, I, don't, I can't even say that word, but it didn't like specifically say that that would happen. That they would she buy did, your ticket. Right. So I did respond, I'm not sure, and then she said she thought she would mention it, we would pay for your flights. So I'm like, okay, let me look. Whew. Well, for my wife's party, I did get one comment from someone who said they were both relieved that they didn't have to go, <laughs> yet somewhat insulted that, that, they, that they didn't have to go. That I almost didn't invite, yeah, that I didn't expect them to go. Yeah. I'm like, how, how do, that's, again, you can't it, win. It's, yes, it's a no, no win situation, no. but I chose to take, of the, of the loses, of the losses, rather, I chose to take the one where, well, we're going to go ahead and invite you so that you know you should feel included. 
Apparently yeah. that was the correct answer. I think it is. You know, it's, uh, even, as long as you know that that's what the situation is. So my, I did talk to my mother on the weekend when I had time, and she was like, "Okay, well, we didn't, we don't expect you to be able to come." But we invited you anyway. We invited you, but they didn't tell me that until I was like, you know, I don't think I'm going to be able to make well, it. How do you do that? How do you not? She didn't do want you... me to feel left out because she was inviting my brothers. But then that's just, all it is. Yeah, she was like, well, we were inviting your brothers, and we wanted you to be invited so that you didn't feel left out, which well, I do appreciate. Exactly the same thing that I did. I know. I think it has, you, but it would be helpful for me personally if I was like, hey, I'm inviting your brothers to this thing. We know you're busy. We know that you probably can't come, but if you'd like to, you know, we'll, you know, make the effort. We'll help mm-hmm. you get here. All of these things. Well, you have the whole information. Well, after I got the <laughs> message from the one family friend who said that. They were. They didn't know how to react. I then called my son. I'm like, oh, I said, look, I just heard from somebody who I didn't who lived a little too far away. Probably couldn't make it. Uh, we also invited you, and I worry, want to make sure you're okay with it. And you didn't, you know, get upset or lose any sleep. He's like, no, why would I lose any sleep over that? I, He's like, I'm not coming. He's like, I'm not coming. I don't feel bad at all about not coming. <laughs> I already talked to Megan about it. And <laughs> yeah, might be the difference between men and women, though. Yeah, I'll, but, FaceTime, yeah. I'll FaceTime in. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I did call my brother before I talked to my parents. I was like, hey, do you know what? Is like something like special happening? Like, why is this happening right now? Are you going? Like, what's happening? Oh. So he was like, I don't know. Because I thought <laughs> when you and I talked about it, um, just in normal off-air conversation, we were thinking that maybe they wanted you to come sing some special farewell aria. That or did some... get mentioned, you know, that people had said if she's going to come, we'd like her to sing. Put her to work. And it does sound like they did like a really nice special like service for my dad. Which Do you is feel really weird nice. when they get somebody else to come in and sing? No, I don't. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> didn't lose any sleep over it. I really didn't. You're fine. No. And I sent my dad some cheesecake through DoorDash. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> a whole cheesecake or just a slice? A slice. How, how do you do that? I, I mean, DoorDash, I thought it was like when you, you call up and you uh, order takeout food from... Yeah, it just... it's just an app on my phone, but I can change the address. Oh, okay. And send so it to I, Texas. So I changed it to my parents' address. Wow, imagine being that poor driver. you got to go all the way from Tennessee down to Texas with a piece of cheesecake. No, you look up what restaurants are available in their area, Uh and then you order. Yeah, I ordered from, like, the Cheesecake Factory. A whole one? No, just a couple of slices of different flavors so they could have a variety. Oh, that was thoughtful. Yeah, and then I was on the phone with them talking about the event, like, cheesecake arrived at their house. See, that to me is... (laughs) From me. All right, I would have thought, you know, you normally would... I think I've I've told about how I used to order FTD flowers for my mother, and um, because I could get airline points. Sure. So, I ever, but I would remind me every year at Mother's Day and her birthday, hey, do you want to send those flowers again? You can get extra bonus airline points. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, well, when she passed, they kept I couldn't unsubscribe from the le- the emails. They just oh, kept no. sending them, and I'm, I'm I had unsubscribed. A dozen times, it felt like. That's a shame. Yeah. They're like, yeah. well, the, surely you know someone else who wants flowers. <laughs> you could send them to Jerry's work. Yeah, but I would, I would call, I wouldn't use FTD. I mean, but I would call points. a local florist. That's true. Yeah, there's this one, you know, the Fufu florist over in uh, Bearden that uh, Joni Punch recommends. Oh, well. Yes, you've got to go there. Yes. Oh, most beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't often get flowers because James doesn't like to give things that die. See? <laughs> I agree with him. I agree with him. I think he's right. And I'll point out, um, I never thought of myself as having a green thumb, but this flower back here, 
I got from my old job when my mother died. And um, I thought I had killed it multiple times, but somehow I finally read the instructions on it. It's prank proof. And you can see that it, um, I figured out That's that right. it, it likes moist soil, it says. He's watered a lot, and look at that. That's and nice. like, guess what it likes? Water and sunlight. That's shocking. That's what it needs to thrive. Yeah, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same as me. <laughs> Well, I do appreciate uh, getting another episode out of you. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not chained or anything, am I? (laughs) Is there anything else? Here by my free will. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else we need to cover before uh, before you head out? Well, I did want to mention that I found while I was practicing for the Copper Queen in the score... You know, it's a brand new score, and I actually I had been working off of my iPad because it was in a PDF form. Oh, wow. And then I finally got it printed, and it's all beautiful and bound and everything. And I was going through and highlighting parts, and I found these wonderful words that are col canto. Col canto. Well, let's see. Col canto. Uh, I'm going to see what I can do here, because I learned in my various opera interviews that bel canto mm-hmm. means beautiful singing. Yes. Because certain operas are just designed to be a, a feast for the ears and to be bel canto. Yes. So this is cold singing. <laughs> cold, cold canto. No, cold. coleslaw. It's like, <laughs> it's, you chop up some cabbage. Getting close. Getting close. Getting colder. <laughs> Cole Canto. Cole Canto. It means, um, I actually looked it up as well, because I was like, it's not one that I normally come in contact with. Uh-huh. And it's in an American opera, so like you have Italian words in an American opera. It's kind of interesting also. Oh, wait, are these like right? the music directions? The music directions. Okay, because on Scholars Bowl, my wife writes all these music questions for Scholars Bowl, and it's often, what does, you know, adagio, 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 yeah. I don't know, these words. Yeah. Like, I know. Tempo uh, markings. Yeah, yeah. So that's when that's something about Presto to ask them and to say what the tempo marking is because you get a lot of band kids right. on Scholars Bowl, so they right. usually know it. All right. Yeah, and and a lot of the words for the tempo markings are you know in the in the Italian form in the score, even though it's in English. And but I, I looked up Col Canto, and it says the accompaniment must follow the soloist. Dun, dun, like, dun. This is my favorite moment in this opera. <laughs> So I took a picture of it and sent it to Reginald Hells, who's going to be conducting, because I wanted him to be aware that this is my favorite moment. When he has, when to, he follow has you. to follow me. It's in the score. <laughs> that must be in other opera scores, too, right? It must be in some of the traditional repertoire I where you seen get. seen it. Okay. In that way, yeah. Because in one of my many opera interviews, and I don't can't tell you off the top of my head who I was speaking with, but I've heard the concept. I didn't know it was called col canto. I didn't know the way you described it. But there was this understanding that I, I learned of the conductor and the orchestra understanding that they sometimes that the the singer is an instrument. Sometimes in the, the opera. singer leads, and, and sometimes, sometimes yeah, the conductor leads. And sometimes leads. the singer's going to milk it a little longer or yep. take a little longer or shorter, yep. and sometimes there's applause. But right? a lot of times you have to work that out in rehearsal. And I've actually been in rehearsals where the conductor and the singer don't know who is leading who, and that can be very Is this one of those conversations we had on, <laughs> on a long car ride back from Gatlinburg one night? I feel like I I'm getting it, yeah, I have some, having some deja vu. Semblance of, well, she wasn't, she wasn't joking about it that day. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it wasn't me. I was just watching. I know that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, it was really. It was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting <laughs> to watch that happen between. You know, it's just a lack of communication at that point. Yeah. But there's no room for lack of communication in the score. It says, "This is when you're going to follow me." Boom. And I like it. <laughs> if there were microphones in opera, you would drop one at that point during the show. Yeah. Follow me. Follow me. Well, so you're all right. So that's coming up, by the way, uh, the first weekend in June, where Catherine plays the uh, the tawdry strumpet, uh, that's Julia right. is Julia it? Lowell. Lowell, not Lowell. Lowell. Well, that's how I say it. It's L O W E L L. Okay. So all right. Well, so, interesting. All right, I would say Lowell, but if it's Lowell, if she calls herself Lowell, I mean, I don't know. She's it's, a real person. We should look this up. I mean, she's a ghost now, so I guess we could go to the hotel and ask her. Oh no! Then her name, you know, her name would be Julia Lowell. Yep. Anyone? Hello. Yep. <laughs> That's her name. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be over at the Flying Anvil Theater, so you can make it all ghosty and yeah. serve wine and cheese yeah. and all That's the things. Be great. Right? All the things. All right, lovely. All right. Um, we do appreciate your uh, watching, sharing, liking, subscribing. Smashing that button. For uh, YouTube notifications. We also appreciate it when you support us by checking out other audio entertainment online at audibletrial.com slash show. That's right, where you can listen to... All of your audio needs. And, yeah. and during your trial, you can still download one, one item. And keep <laughs> during it. your trial. During your trial. Assuming the bailiff, well, it's a trial. Assuming the bailiff lets you. It's a 30-day trial. Yeah, Your Honor, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> listening to a great audio book over here. Is it, is it not a 30-day trial? It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying. Oh, I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> uh. So I guess when you're, you know, during your 30-day trial, make sure you download something about actual trials. Yeah, and keep mm-hmm. that one forever. And then you can download more once you start becoming a paying member at Audible. And when you use our code, you're benefiting the Frank and Friends Show at audibletrial.com slash show. And if you want to support us, you can check out our merchandise at frankandfriendsshow.com backslash store. Hello. Try to, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, For the mugs. Good. The pint glasses. The mugs are easy because they, you know, I guess. Yeah, they're great. You know, also, you don't know what we're drinking. I mean, could be some of that. What was it? Rockin'? Rockin' Rye. Rockin' Rye. That's the old Jackie Gleason yeah. trick. He used to let people think whether that he had liquor in his coffee cup at all times. At all times. Yeah. And he probably did most of the time, but that was part of his uh, part, part of his, of his thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, Catherine, thanks a ton. Um, we'll see you again. Uh, oh, we got to get ready for Catherine's birthday. That's, That's right. Coming up a week from now. March 29th. March 29th. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess that, I feel like I'm missing something. Oh, we were because we already did the, Smash um, the button. subscribe part. Okay. We talked about the website. We're check, check, check. Check, check, check. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks for everything. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Catherine Frady. And this is the Frank and Friends Show.